Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Erin Jensen. And we are on episode number 52 of the podcast. Yes. Just hanging back out in your apartment I today. Know. It's nice outside. It's beautiful. I did not tell you this though, so I'm getting here. You know, you get off, um, well, like people know the general area you live in. Like I was getting off on Colorado uh-huh. and I almost hit like a homeless lady just strolling across you know where colorado's still the exit but it's kind of freeway-ish oh yeah before it lands to it no like just well, no for shoes people who on don't know california for people who, we have a lot of listeners who aren't southern california based i live near pasadena colorado boulevard rose parade festival of roses there's just yeah sometimes it's it feels like you're in grand theft auto video game with people coming out of the woodwork and she was just chilling strolling i don't even know what she's doing <laughs> but i was like Oh my gosh, like, thank you for not letting me hit a person today because I don't need that on my, no. my rap sheet. I got a podcast to record. Oh my god, Megan gosh. is waiting for what's me. It, wait, what's that on your arm? It looks like what? a nicotine patch. Are you quitting smoking oh, or is yeah. that a birth control patch? <laughs> There's this like black patch on the back of Erin's arm. It's very noticeable. It's like she wants to show it off and talk no, about it. No, I just, I have, I'm with my like athleisure clothes today. This is my um, continuous glucose monitor. Okay. I'm doing like a. Are you diabetic or something? No, secretly? I'm not. No, I'm not. But I there's this program called Levels where it continues glucose monitor and it's connected to an app to see how your body regulates and processes sugar. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like a diet technique, but it's more so. I don't know. It's, it's information. It's informational. I am a stand for technology. So the yeah. reason I love Orange Theory so much is because I love looking at the numbers and if my heart rate goes below a certain level, it motivates me. Yeah. So this is just motivating to see how my body processes sugar. And of course, like, I think we all, you all know how to lose weight, right? You eat boiled chicken and broccoli, you can lose pounds, but that's not a way to live, right? So yeah, I just saw one of our friends actually from high school, Christina, Mm -hmm. she has it, she's a nutritionist. And so she kind of had it on her Instagram. So I just did it like a week ago. Yeah. And you take a picture of your food and then you check your glucose and then you can see how your body regulated that glucose. Like if it stayed in a steady state or if it um, spiked with it. So it just measures your metabolic health. So do you know what the worst meal I ate this week was? Uh, one of those like protein bars. No, I actually, that does not spike my glucose, but it was a Chinese chicken salad. That That's did crazy. It. You love those. The salads, like you get them from like all like Wendy's and all those places, like Wendy's has a bomb ass chicken Chinese chicken salad. I took my kids to Wendy's for the first time, Uh and I introduced them to Frosties, and they were like pretty into it, but they thought the French fries were shit. Kind of our, uh, yeah, good. the frosties are cute because they come in a small size. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, that's great that you like all that information. I'm more of a uh, head in the sand type of person. <laughs> hey, but this will make you feel better. My In-N-Out burger and lemonade was better on my metabolic rating than the Chinese chicken salad. I believe it. So if you guys all eat In-N-Out burger, we'll all be good. In-N-Out. Yep. In-N-Out's the bomb. I love In-N-Out. Uh, so yeah, I'm over. Just like 2020 was kind of like being lazy and drinking too much wine. So I don't know. I, I'm not the one to talk about like, this is my diet and fitness and blah, 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 blah. But that's what I'm feeling right now. My okay. hobby. That's good to know. 
You got that, so it's not a nicotine. It's, it's not, not a, nicotine a nicotine patch. patch. It's actually a glucose monitor. I like thank my lucky stars when I get my period every month. That means I'm not pregnant. My, <laughs> my husband would kill me though because I watched his vasectomy. So if I was pregnant, it it would not be good. <laughs> that baby would come out a different color. It might. <laughs> it would come out dulce de leche probably. <laughs> anyway, no, that would be my baby if I could have a baby. I got an IUD in, so I don't got to worry about that. But anyways, okay, guys. <sighs> so episode fifty two, we are going to do another very very popular edition of question and answers, no hold barred. This is part five. Let's do this. Believe it or not. So I asked all of our followers on Instagram to send us their questions any about anything, uh, whether it was skin, career related, making questions relationship questions and you guys provided some really interesting all over the board questions i'm scared because you have not told me any of these zero oh, come on your your life is is not exciting they're, they, they're gonna ask you all the clinical questions all the raunchy weird ones that they have for me okay so don't worry all the questions i'm gonna ask you you know the answers to got it okay, okay. yeah since you've been practicing for like 12 plus years you will know what to say when people ask how should i wash my face all right here we go got it so i'm gonna kick things off we're gonna you know go back and forth and i'm gonna ask aaron the first question this is from one of our listeners. When is the right age to start anti-aging skincare? And what do you recommend to start with first? When you come out of the womb? Straight up. <laughs> that was my first thought. I was like, I can even answer this. When do you start anti-aging? Like, let me drop some vitamin C on that baby's face. Yes. As soon as you um, can, can start living and breathing outside of the womb. Exactly. Yes. Well, I, I think, you know anti-aging anti-aging is kind of like a could be a triggering word for most but you start aging as soon as you start living mm -hmm. so, absolutely well maybe we should refer them to the preteen skincare well <laughs> i think the most basic thing you need to realize is that sun damages your skin and ages your skin so if you've ever had a baby they will tell you you cannot apply sunscreen to your baby under six months old and then people say like, well, what do I use for my baby if they're under six months old? It's like, well, you just keep them out of the sun. Like, you, yeah, you're not like taking them and sitting them on the beach. Um, so you have to protect them from the sun. And then after that, you should be using sunscreen on them or trying to keep them out of the sun as much as possible. I mean, my kids are probably going to need long term therapy for the full head to toe body swimsuits I've put them in since they were born. <laughs> but that's just, it's just the easiest way to do it. You know, why mm -hmm. mess with all the spray sunscreens? And they have sand on them. Just like cover them from head to toe and then they'll get a complex and not like you. But uh, but in all seriousness, trying to avoid the sun and protect yourself from the sun as much as possible. There's some study out there that, you know, 80% of your sun damage and aging comes from the eight, under the age of 18. That's frightening. So you need to take care of your kids. And I mean, shoot, I was a lifeguard at Raging Waters. I was like tan as can be. I tan really easily. Mm -hmm. But you just have to try to take care of your skin as early as possible. So I don't think the right word is anti-aging skincare. It's just when do you start taking care of your skin? Yeah, that's a great way to put and it. And as, as time goes on, you can start incorporating those really, really simple things to help with fine lines and wrinkles but just take care of the simple problems like it should an 18 year old be on wrinkle cream no like there's mm -hmm. there is plenty of time for that but just protect yourself from the sun keep hydrated try to live a healthy lifestyle and that is what's going to make your skin age better yeah i think nico said it best in one of his reels recently or his ig lives somebody was like what is the best anti-aging cream thinking you're he was gonna say like a night cream or a retinol and he was like it's sunscreen mm -hmm. sunscreen is where it's at you know um for us lighter fair complexed people we tend to show signs of aging earlier because we don't have that natural protection from the melanin so you want to really try to start early on implement it as early as possible the sunscreen and the protection because you think it's cute when you look tan as a toasted almond when you're young 
but then you turn into a piece of crispy bacon beef jerky making like me can tell you that firsthand i am firsthand experience of it i used to think i was such hot shit because i was super tan and i had what i called freckles which was actually early onset sun damage mm-hmm. as a 20 year old and i'm paying the cost to be the tanned boss at as a young woman well, so one thing i want to add to that too is that don't get too comfortable with sunscreen your sunscreen isn't going to protect you from all of your sins. You should try to practice sun avoidance on your face as much as possible. And your sunscreen is your backup. Mm. So you cannot go and lay out in the sun and get a tan on your face and say, oh, I have my my makeup has SPF 15 in it. You just you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've definitely been trained like even when I, I wear multiple layers of sunscreen, like I have a cream base and then I reapply with powder throughout the day. But even if I'm like out at brunch or like when, when I'm being seated at a restaurant, like like I don't sit in the sun like mm-hmm. I'm that bitch that's like no I need to be in the shade like it's just it that's not enough like you think like oh like it feels so good on my face but there's st- there's still room for error and for it yeah. to happen yeah so hats are cute get under umbrella be that fussy diva if you're someone who needs a little bit of sun exposure say they have low vitamin d levels try to expose the skin that's not normally exposed so say like your lower legs or like back if you have to but you know just try to avoid your face is such your money maker and it already gets so much sun exposure anyways just mm-hmm. try to limit that yeah true okay so you asked me the next question okay megan Ooh, we're talking about food here and <laughs> oh and cocktails for me okay well maybe we can talk about this what is aaron's favorite cocktail megan mm-hmm. what's your favorite mocktail maybe or just favorite drink in general and what is your favorite spanish dish megan yeah i think i love that this this person asked specifically what aaron's favorite cocktail was and what i like to eat because they've been listening they know i don't drink they know i'm sober so thank you listener for asking that question you know i've only been to spain once mexico is more my thing but i do love croquettes spanish croquettes mm. which is just pretty much a deep fried ham cheese something or other a lot of different countries have it it's kind of like um you know it's just like a deep fried yummy goodness have so you had them at viva madrid in Mexico? i've never been to viva madrid in claremont actually <gasps> what? no but i've been to spain madrid yeah i've been to the actual real madrid sorry and that's the basicness <laughs> exactly. in me viva I'm, madrid I'm not judge you but yeah claremont? and then favorite mocktail you know when i go out to bars and stuff i actually just drink sparkling water with like a lime in it so people think i'm drinking a gin and tonic and they leave me alone and or just just i drink coffee like i don't go crazy with like um like mocktails. And no stuff like i that. do if somebody wants to make it for me great but no i'm yeah i'm fine with sparkling water but what's your favorite cocktail oh i usually am a basic like lemon drop like fresh squeezed lemon on vodka i like vodka the best and then like a vodka soda but i just like wine i usually and i don't even drink that much i drink like two glasses of wine on a friday night after mm-hmm. work and that's about it but i'm not i'm not picky but I'm just over the $6.99 bottle of wine. Like, I don't need a headache the next day. If I'm just going to drink as little as I do, mm-hmm. I want it to at least be good. I want good quality vodka, good quality wine. Yes, that's living, baby. Mm-hmm. That's living. So you're not drinking E40s wine, unfortunately. <laughs> what is this wine? All, he, make car, he, makes also, he makes wine, tequila. Hustler. E40's crushing it right now in the, in the liqueur. You have to diversify your portfolio. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Absolutely. All right. So this is not a question, but a thank you for normalizing therapy. Aww. Aww. You're welcome. And don't worry. If you like that I'm normalizing therapy, I got something coming down the pipe that you're really going to like. Mm, let me. I want to talk about that too. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw my kids went back to school last week. Like, uh-huh. thank the Lord. I feel just like a relief on me. But I think to normalize it even more, we I want to share with you guys. We put my eight-year-old in therapy because he was having a really hard time processing 
the the lockdown and mm-hmm. being isolated and having anxiety and depression. So if you're a parent and you feel that you're you're having trouble with your kids, put them in therapy. Yeah, hell yeah. Because you don't, especially I have multiple children. They are so different, so many different personalities. And, you know, you are a good parent, but there are sometimes different techniques and coping mechanisms that you need to learn. And you are not, no one's a parenting expert. Mm-hmm. And if you think you are, you're fooling yourself. So why not get that outside help outside of just, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of like parenting books mm-hmm. because you need to parent your kids differently. They all have individual needs to meet. So, yeah. you know, if you're in a place where you feel good, but you have other family members or children, please reach out to someone who can help you. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they're they're paid to be experts. And I've been going to therapy since I was eight, too. And look at how I turned out. Great. <laughs> OK, so this one I had to look up, Erin. It wasn't really a question. She just said she told us, please talk about Lumi Spa. Lumi Spa. So I had to look up this Lumi Spa. What is a Lumi what Spa? What is this? Lumi Spa is a $372 electronic cleansing device that has a silicone pad on it and it moves in two different directions and it's supposed to elevate you to a, a, another level of vibrancy. Sounds like my washcloth. It's It sounds like a sham to me, actually. Um, okay, let's look this so, up. So, okay, Clarisonics were a hit. I know you and I used them back mm-hmm. in the day. They're really fun. It made you feel like you're getting squeaky clean. I kind of stopped using it because I either never charged it or I never got replaceable heads and I just kind of like let it go. Yeah. I, I haven't been using a handheld facial cleansing device i find that double cleansing is good enough for me same so this gadget aaron um do you know anything about it and would you recommend it no i'm looking it up right now i mean it it looks like a a cleansing device that uses ultrasonic technology to clean your pores um you know i i did use a lot of clarisonic back in the day but same thing i have gone away from that and you know what i think is the biggest game changer is using better cleansers that clean my skin better without needing something abrasive to get down deeper. So I actually use Simply Clean by SkinCeuticals and I can just do one wash with it and it takes off my mascara and my eyeliner. Yeah. So I don't feel that I need something this strong. That price point is pretty expensive too. looks like it comes with a whole bunch of like skincare products. Um, You know, I would say like if you are down in or if you're into the silicone cleaning devices i think you can get one that's much more reasonably priced than that yeah so um that's all we got to say about that one yeah for that <laughs> price you can get multiple chemical peels and i think just your skin uh, yeah i was gonna say like but the, you know there's some people who really like to collect um you know stuff for their skincare regimen and their repertoire yeah i don't see anything harmful with it yeah so go off okay aaron this is another question for you okay this is a good one. Is there ever a situation when a patient is a, not a good candidate for under eye filler? Uh, more often than not. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there are different types of issues with the under eyes. Under eyes are very complicated. It could be you having a lack of cheek support under the under eye. It could be a herniated fat pad where your eyes look, the fat bulging. looks bulging under the eye. It could be swelling from allergies that makes it look puffy. It could be loose skin. It could be your temples are too hollow, so you don't have enough support up there. So many times, so, you know, I the, the a perfect under eye filler candidate comes around like one out of five patients, maybe one mm-hmm. out of 10 patients. It's not that often, but if you have an issue, we can usually help you with it. Like I had a patient last week and she was complaining about her under eyes and I just told her, go get on some strong antihistamines because that would help the swelling from her allergies, which would mm-hmm. help her under eyes. 
so and she yeah. was like, no, I want filler. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, you need Benadryl, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only $12. Yeah, I had a groom. I, this is years ago, but he was a groom going to get married. And I'm like, dude, you just have allergies. Like, don't waste your money on this. And he came back totally thankful. And think, I mean, I'm going to say this because you're my sister and I think you're the shit. But like, it scares me to think how many like injectors who do like a three day weekend course and are injecting under eyes. Like, don't realize like the comprehensive like like you have so many things to take into consideration. Yeah. You don't just see darkness on the face and think, Phil, Phil, Phil. But you ask them, what's your lifestyle like? Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I've been on Claritin for 20 years. Yeah. You know, it's like, hmm, like all those things are like, know what a bluff can do. A bluff. Is that how you say it? Bluff. Blepharoplasty. Blepharoplasty. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to start doing is that I've been was inspired by Dr. Calvert's podcast where talking about individual procedures and really getting down into the micro level of them to if you guys are interested in that so you can listen to that podcast if you're interested in under eye filler we'll talk about everything under eye filler from start to finish so we'll be working on those in the future oh fun okay cool um oh Erin when is the treatment luxury spa going to open oh what would your definition of luxury spa be oh my gosh covering all senses you know what I mean like how it feels when you walk in, how it smells, what you look at, what you touch at every single detail. But luxury, like kind of like I think of like any of the five star hotel spas that I've mm -hmm. been to. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Megan and I have a very special trip planned coming up in a few weeks and follow us on Instagram and we'll show you our inspo for that. But there's some projects we're working on. Yeah, maybe she was like a fly on the wall or something. Maybe we're wiretapped. This no, person, you know, when you you think you have a novel idea but then it pops up somewhere else in the world at the same time i feel like there's always this like energy of people are thinking the same thing they need the same thing so we we hear you and feel you and i'm working on lots of stuff yeah 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 just wait to see my my secret pinterest board okay? <laughs> everyone's gonna try to hack that pinterest board <laughs> so boring but so much fun okay yeah. so let's go on to the next question okay i'm talking about spas but I don't have these stories, but you do, Megan. Megan, please share your Vegas days. That needs to be a whole episode in itself. I'm going to have to take that a story time with Megan because I lived so far. I've done a story time from when I uh, lived in Mexico. Then I did a story time and when I got hit by a car. Um, and so after I got hit, I got hit by a car in San Francisco. Then the next phase of my life after that was Chicago. Then after Chicago was Las Vegas and Las Vegas was like, the Sharon Stone era of Megan. Like I was your spearmint rhino days. Oh my God. Spearmint rhino couldn't afford me. I mean, that's how fire I was. I was like in the best shape of my life. I was like flying private. I was making more money than I imagined. I had a rooftop pool. I was bawling out of control. You know what is crazy about that story though, is you did not move to Las Vegas. You were working for a company in Ontario and they're mm -hmm. like, we're moving to Vegas and you're like, let's go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where, yeah, so I, I can't even answer this question. Okay. Just know that like in the future, it's going to be coming out. I got to check out my NDA because I'm not sure what I signed with that guy when I worked for him. So I just want to make sure I don't, you know, he's still super cool. But um, I just want to make sure that I don't step on any toes or do anything illegal. But trust me, girl, I will I will get, I will spill the Vegas tea very soon. What was your OK? You didn't party, but what was your where was your favorite place to go or to hang out? Oh, gosh. I mean, it like I loved hanging out at the Cosmo. Cosmopolitan Bond Bar mm -hmm. was fantastic on a Wednesday night. Bond Bar? Bond, like Bond. James Bond. Oh, Bond Bar. Yeah, because they had a DJ, but it wasn't a club. And like you could sit at the banquette and there were card tables. It was great to people watch. I loved the Cosmo because I live right next to the Cosmo. I live between Mandarin Oriental and it was the Mandarin. 
and Cosmo. What's it now? Waldorf Astoria? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I lived at the entrance of Crystal's. So like when I needed to like grab a quick bite to eat, I went to Wolfgang Puck and it was pimping. Like I still can't believe I like that life existed. I, it honestly was a dream. It was crazy. Um, okay, Aaron, can food allergies ex- affect skin? Yeah, absolutely. Allergies are weird, you know, and they're very hard to diagnose and very hard to pinpoint. Typically, if you have a rash, a localized rash on your skin, say your right forearm has a rash that is more likely due to an external factor, like something coming into contact with your skin externally versus a a gluten allergy internally. But if you're having a rash all over, that could be a a possibility of a food allergy, Mm -hmm. you know, going through an allergist and doing allergy testing and doing staying away from the food that you think might be causing it and taking a food journal. You can do all of those things. Um, You know, I think less likely you're if it's localized just to your face, I think that's less likely affected with food. Um, you know, you can dig down into it about, you know, dairy and sugar and and carbs affecting your skin and acne breakouts like that. And I think in general, if you live a cleaner life as far as your diet goes, your skin is going to look better. But in general, it's not as if dairy causes acne. Mm-hmm. It might cause it for you. But we don't necessarily tell all of our acne patients to stay off of dairy because they've done studies to show that doesn't really work. So that's why I think kind of this levels thing I'm doing is very interesting is because it's something that affects me personally. It's how I look at my body. So, you know, take a look at if you have a bad flare of your acne, make sure you're journaling everything in your life. Take a diary. Are you on your menstrual cycle? Is it a week before your period? Mm. Did you go? What did you eat? Did you have a lot of lattes with regular milk you know try to keep those that diary and then see how that goes but it's not as if a an allergist can say oh you are dairy sensitive and your dairy makes you more prone to acne it's not that like Mm. it doesn't correlate like that yeah yeah tiktok would probably disagree with you on that one (laughs) teenage tiktok which by the way don't listen to anything any teenagers say on tiktok did you see that that like tiktok said like oh you shouldn't part your hair on the side and you need to wear baggy pants yeah and then all these middle-aged women started doing it under the pressure really collapsing under the pressure of a fucking 16 year old i will wear tight pants with a fupa till the day i die (laughs) and if i want to wear baggy pants it's because i do not because i'm a teenager on tiktok I was just blown away by that. Like, wear your hair how you want. Don't listen to teenagers. Teenagers have nothing to offer. You know what I think, though? Nothing. I, th- I think one person said something and everyone else like blew it up and got all <laughs> pissed about it. And it's like, if someone can have an opinion on a fashion statement or whatever. I know. They I think can. TikTok is funny. I just think, I think teenagers hilarious. need to sit down and shut the fuck up. They don't know what they're talking. I know. For, You're sounding I like an old person right now. You know that, right? <laughs> like, all yeah. those kids these Respect days. Respect your elders. Don't know what they're talking about. And I'm not even elder. I'm, th- th- I'm going to be 36 in April. Some would argue But let you me tell you, elder. I didn't feel like an adult until maybe two years ago. Yeah. I was not confident in myself. So teenagers, you know, yeah, they can have an opinion, but no teenager is going to tell Megan P how to dress. I'm not going to buckle under that pressure. You <laughs> I was going to talk your, about that on spandex pants. No, I was going to talk about that on the Instagram, but then I was like, I just look like a crotchety bitch just ranting. So I, I, I deleted it. I deleted oh that. And also, I was going to post these stories at like two in the morning. I swear I, I'm on odd hours these days. Um, okay. Uh, Aaron, does mm-hmm. cryotherapy for anti-aging work now this was kind of this was a little pc of a question it just said 
she it wasn't even a question it just said cryotherapy for anti-aging so mm-hmm. i don't know if they meant face body but cryotherapy what is cryotherapy yeah so there's a few different ways you can have cryotherapy administered to your body you can do it where you're in the big cryotherapy tanks like where a you tube hop, yeah where you hop in it and you have gloves on and a beanie on um you know there's there's this idea that the cold does slow down the aging process Mm -hmm. you can also do cryotherapy facials Mm -hmm. where we dip a large q-tip into liquid nitrogen and rub it on the face it used to be a big old school treatment for acne Mm -hmm. kind of killing that bacteria shrinking some of the pores uh yeah i think all these things in moderation can help there is not one magic cure for anti-aging it this this is just one thing you can add to it Mm -hmm. so you still have to use your sunscreen and your vitamin c and your retinols and your cryotherapy and your facials and your yoga and all these things together just make you look better yeah and i think a lot of times that's what people don't realize is that when you see these celebrities that look really good or you know say someone you know who looks really good anti-aging is their part-time job you know, this is what they do all the time. That's why Megan looks so good because <laughs> anti-aging is her part-time job. I do. I really do. I mean, right? <laughs> it's kind of crazy, like how I get better. Like I look better with age. Yeah, I found some crusty 27-year-old 20, pictures of you. I looked so haggard. You did. But yeah, I do I take it. I, it's seriously a priority in my mm-hmm. life. Like yeah. it's a slice. Like I, I make decisions based on my skin mm-hmm. and how it will affect my skin. Yeah. So even just... What are the little things you can do every day? So yes, cryotherapy can be helpful, but it's not as if you hop in a cryotherapy tube for three minutes and your wrinkles go away. Yeah, I think it's one thing to help. (laughs) Okay. Aaron, when should you consider Botox? I think they mean like at what age? At what age should you consider Botox and how how should you get it, keep up with it to maintain it? I think a great time to start Botox is that when you have wrinkles at rest, when you put on makeup and your makeup starts caking in your frown lines your forehead lines the lines around your eyes if you don't have wrinkles when you're moving or talking or smiling then you don't need it you're mm-hmm. you're, you're not developed enough, enough and some people come see me they don't have wrinkles and they will tell me i'm just so scared i, I want to be preventative i'm like girl you have nothing i'm so scared of the wrinkle popping up. even still even if you have a line caked in at rest you have a good five to 10 years before you're like too far gone or it's not going to work as well. Mm -hmm. And some people get freaked out. They might be pregnant and having babies and breastfeeding and having those, those lines. Don't worry about it. There's plenty of time Mm -hmm. for most people that comes in their late twenties, early thirties, when they start seeing those fine lines, the lighter your skin is, the earlier that's going to come because melanin is protective to your skin. Mm -hmm. It makes your skin just look better, longer. Um, So uh, a lot of our uh, melanated patients don't need as much, help they just they just look better longer mm-hmm. blessed yeah so blessed <laughs> melanin blessed queens they don't need as much botox as this this milky white girl over here because <laughs> you know how how milk ages it spoils and spoils. black don't crack yeah i mean there is some truth behind that there so. absolutely is so how long so, how often should people do it then typically botox lasts about three to four months mm-hmm. most people will come in three to four times a year to get it done and everyone's muscles are so different if you have just barely any movement and you didn't need that much botox Botox to start, you could probably get away with two or three times a year. But if you have deep wrinkles, you look at all your family members and they have deep, deep frown lines etched in, Mm -hmm. your muscles are big, you metabolize toxin Botox to sport very quickly, you might, then you should be coming in every three months on the dot. That's me. 
I lo- I do it like every like fifty nine. No, like every eighty ninth day. I'm like ahead of yeah. the curve. And, and speaking of that, Botox or or Dysport, any to- neurotoxin does not keep you frozen for three to four months. It usually freezes you for about six to eight weeks, and then it slowly tapers off at eight to twelve weeks. So when you are moving at two months, don't call back and you know be like, Aaron, my toxin wore off too fast. I'll be like, just chill. You're just, you're used to being frozen, but. Frozen isn't effective. Not having the wrinkles there is effective. Yeah, smart. Thank you. Okay. Um, oh, I actually just saw this uh, man in your life recently, but our brother, when will we interview Michael, Megan's twin? I think you're holding out. I, I'm not holding out. Michael is a really hard man to nail down. He, oh, he's like elusive as fuck. Yes. I only see him when he pops up on my schedule for Botox. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, Mike, what's my, up? How are like, you? Uh, I will not hide my twin brother. Uh, he will get him on the show eventually once our schedule is aligned. But I'm telling you, he is flying nonstop as a pilot. He flies literally like to 12 states in a day. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So I think he might be in Cabo right now and like or he'll be in Arizona or Colorado or whatever. He's just he's a man about town. So I'm not holding out on him. I'm not hiding him. We'll get him on the show soon as a special guest. OK, Aaron, for you, what's the best? This is an interesting question. I think she's asking, what's the best mineral SPF for face and body? That's clear. Oh, well, Usually we'll use better sunscreens for the face just mm-hmm. because they're more expensive. Yeah. My husband will take our on the daily and start rubbing it on his arms. Diva. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like what? What? Stop it. Um, so you can use facial sunscreens on the body. They're usually just not as cost effective. Yeah. Clear. And, t- and body sunscreens tend to be a little bit thicker. I don't know if there's a, a best one. I'll tell you what I do, what I use. So if I truly need a body sunscreen, I'm probably going to be at a beach, at a pool. And so I want something a little bit thicker. So what I will do is that in the morning, before I put on my bathing suit, like fully naked, I like the sunscreen Blue Lizard. Mm-hmm. It's it's physical. It's zinc oxide, titanium dioxide. And it is tiny, but on the thicker side. So what I will do is that I will lube myself up head to toe, let that dry and that's like my physical application for kind of for the day mm-hmm. then i'll get dressed and and i do that with my kids too and then if i need to touch up and i don't want to be bothered with a really a thicker sunscreen i will use a spray but very liberally like like coat it coat my kids in it if i need to touch up like my arms and my legs i really think there's some power in having that um base down yeah the base of the mm-hmm. zinc and titanium yeah exactly yeah, physical sunscreen uh and so, but you know, I don't love sprays either. They're sticky and they're kind of gross. So honestly, or the, the application of it can be off. Like a wind gust comes and yes. you're spraying and it actually didn't hit your body at all. Yes. Yes. So you get it close to the skin and then you're dripping with sunscreen yes. when you spray it. I think, is there a true body clear, clear, clear mineral? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think there, and I think that is one downside about mineral sunscreen. And I know a lot of companies are working on it, but it can have that little bit of that white cast to it, you know, and if you do have darker skin or your skin is tan, then it, it, it does kind of have that like whiter cast. But I think if you put it on and you let it rub in, it's just going to look better. So yeah. that's what I do. Blue lizard as a base. You can get at the drugstore and then reapply with spray if you need to. Or if I'm more concerned, like my forearms and my chest, neck and chest, those like my my body parts that I'm more concerned with, I'll reapply the blue lizard throughout the day. Yeah. Keep a little bottle Every with two you. Hours. Okay, let's see. I got That's a question our last for you, question. Megan. Okay, okay. We got more too, but we're going to save them for another episode. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll go ahead and ask me the last one. Okay. My BF and I have been hanging out exclusively for months, but he didn't respond when I asked about a label. 
He's massively introverted, but why doesn't he know yet? Oh my god, this is so this is such a loaded ass question. <laughs> like, Aaron, don't even bother. I um, don't know. <laughs> so let's unpack this really quick. Okay, <clears throat> so you guys are hanging out exclusively, right? So exclusively means you're not fucking any other people. I, I hope is that so. What the definition right? Is? Okay. Th- this is the thing. If you don't know, then you cannot assume anything. Yeah. You have to ask these simple men: Are you having sex with anybody other than me? Are you inserting your penis into anything other than me? Because sometimes they'll be like, oh, you know, I mean, you know, like you cannot assume anything. You don't know anything. Are you seeing other people? Some people might think seeing other people is one thing the way you define it. So, you know, uh, he didn't respond when I asked about a label. I'm curious to know, did you text him that? I hope you didn't because any any important conversation cannot be happening in an email or a text. It needs to be happening face-to-face for a few reasons. When you're face-to-face, unless the dude runs out the back door, you're going to get an answer. It's true. It's going to be body you. language. No, he can't ghost you unless he slips under the table and falls into a hole. So you ask these guys these uncomfortable questions in person and you might be so scared. You're shaking in your boots. You're sweating. You have a blackout. That's what I do when I have really scary conversations. I kind of black out. But you say, you know, my favorite way isn't I don't like to, you know, I, some guys can just get so frightened at the thought of a conversation. So if I'm dating somebody and I and I say I don't say like, hey, what are we? Which is kind of like typical, like, hey, what are we? I don't ask that. That puts a lot of pressure on the guy. He doesn't know what to say. Maybe he really wants to be with you, but he's afraid of scaring you. Or maybe he doesn't want to be with you at all, but he likes to get laid. And so he wants to extend this for as long as possible. I don't ask a guy, what are we? I say, listen, this is what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? And then you decide from there. If I say, I've had a guy be like, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I'm looking for a boyfriend. Like, I couldn't even say it. Honestly, I was stuttering. And he was like, cool, I'm not looking to be a boyfriend. And I was like, well, thank you for dinner. Goodbye. And I never saw him again. And um, it's simply an exchange of information. So when you ask about a label, I I can see from a guy's, I mean, listen, I can see from a guy's point of view how that could be a little intimidating or scary. For me personally, I'm like, if if the, the idea of a conversation about w- what we are as a partnership scares you, then you can't handle all this. So we're probably not meant to be. Yeah. He is introverted. Okay, I'm an introvert too, believe it or not. I'm a very gregarious introvert, meaning I prefer to be alone mm-hmm. uh, rather than in a huge group of people. I recharge when I'm by myself. So she's so she's saying, why doesn't he know yet? Girl, I cannot answer that for you. We don't know why he doesn't know. What I think needs to, to happen first and foremost is you need to ask yourself, what do you want? And then go from there. You need to ask yourself, do you want to be in a committed relationship with a guy who calls you his girlfriend? I do. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. And I tell a guy that's what I want. And he, he gets to decide if he wants to provide that or not. If he doesn't, I've, I can't tell you how many guys that say, I just want to I just want to uh, date other people. I want to explore the essences of other women. And I'm like, essence, you mean vagina? Because I personally just want to be with one person only. So if that's what they want, that's totally fine. That's just not going to happen with me mm-hmm. or with you who wants to commit a relationship. So, um, you know, I love the template when you blank, I feel blank. So an example in using that is if you haven't discussed this yet, I, I'd say like, hey, Josh, let's call him Josh. Hey, mm-hmm. Josh, you know, when I brought up the topic of us as like a couple as boyfriend and girlfriend and you kind of like went radio silence, it made me feel bummed, it made me feel sad because I'm uh, or it made me feel confused because I don't know where we're at. 
Yeah. And just kind of like, and then shutting up, just being kind of silent and letting him, you know, open up and talk. So no finger pointing, no demands, no placing demands on anybody, having no expectations, but just simply having a conversation. But before you have that conversation, really getting clear on what do you want? Yeah. Do you think someone should be, you know, bolder with their words with an introvert or softer with their words? Do you think sometimes it has to be like more black and white? Like, hey, just, you know. No, I, I think with any human on this planet, keeping I mean, people relationships this isn't the most romantic way to put it but relationships are like business agreements mm-hmm. like and then a marriage is a contract it's a lifelong contract where you split assets and stuff like that for yeah. me a relationship is simply this is what i'm looking for this is what i desire and you put it out there and you present it just like if i have a client that i'm doing business with you have to take the emotion out of it yeah you take it out, out of like, the relationship bottom line like if a guy you know and and that's what dating is dating is doing a dance to figure out if you if he gives you what you need and if you give him what he needs mm-hmm. that's why i don't feel bad when i when a relationship you know dissolves into thin air after four weeks for me it takes four weeks to get to know somebody yeah it takes four weeks to realize that i'm not a good fit for that guy because he ghosted me or it takes four weeks for me to realize that he can't provide what i want Mm -hmm. you know so with my recent relationship that just ended it took like nine months to realize it took a little longer so you know i think that when once you get into the practice of being kind and honest at the same time without finger pointing conversations across the board whether it's with the person you're dating or with your family members or with your coworkers, can like just when in doubt be kind and honest and keep it really simple like trim the fat boil it down mm. don't talk about how your childhood trauma leads you to being with men no 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 like th- just save that for your fucking <laughs> therapy sessions the man you're dating does not need to know how you were abandoned as a child and it causes you to reach for unavailable men no you can talk about that with your girlfriend all you need to know is when you, Josh, left me on red when I asked what we were, it made me feel really lonely mm-hmm. and kind of confused. And then stop. And let him respond. Yes. Don't keep talking. No. Don't keep talking. Just trim the fat. Like, mm-hmm. write out a script if you have to. I can't tell you how many scripts I've written out and spoken to myself in the mirror to prepare myself to have conversations with these men. And it gets easier with time and practice. So... I hope it works, you know, I hope it works out. And what I mean by that is I'm not hoping that he turns into your boyfriend necessarily. That's not what I'm, that's, that's, you know, that's not my plan. Whatever the universe's plan is, whether it's you're with the guy who, you know, can give you a clear cut answer, or maybe it'll teach you about patience and how to accept this guy if you really like him, um, you know, and uh, we don't know why he doesn't know. You can't control that. You can't demand an answer from him, but you can control uh, expressing what you want and what you need from a partner. Mm -hmm. I love it. Good advice, Megan. Always. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Follow, like, and subscribe. But anyways, guys, so that was our part five of No Holds Barred Question and Answer. And we still got more. Yep. Keep them coming. If you guys, like I'm saying, you guys don't have to wait for me to post up the stickers on Instagram. If you want to ask us questions, slide into our DMs. I add it to a running list and we can answer them all. So make sure to listen to us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate us. uh, Whether you want to give us five stars or not, I don't care. Just tell us why. And also we are on Spotify and spread the news, spread the wealth that through thick and skin podcast is here to teach you something. Yeah. All right, guys have a great week and we will see you next Thursday. Thanks. Bye. Bye.